We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com, NBC Sports, Twitter.com slash ProFootballTalk. Day by day! Day by day! We get better and better! NFL insider Mike Florio with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We love our opportunity to talk to Mike Florio, and he joins us now on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sportsbook. Michael, good morning. How are you? Doing great, guys. How are you? Well, I got to tell you, it was hilarious to watch free agency, the the chaos of it, which always included, you know, kind of these breathless waits for Aaron Rodgers update. And then the, uh, well, there's nothing really new. It, it just was kind of extraordinary how that story dominated without actually happening. Well, and here's a reason why Rodgers thinks that, his deadline is 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow when the new league year begins. I think it's a practical matter. His deadline has come and gone. People need to know what he's going to do. The Jets need to know if they're going to have him. They've already missed on Derek Carr and, more recently, Jimmy Garoppolo. So what are they going to do if they don't get Aaron Rodgers? The Packers need to figure out his cap situation once the league year begins, but they also have other plans they'd like to make. And he's kind of holding two teams hostage right now as – this thing continues to percolate. It did hit yesterday, and Trey Wingo was the first one to say that the deal was done. I heard that it was close to done, but it's not done, that Rodgers has come to terms with being traded to the Jets, and he was actively involved in recruiting Packers players who are available to come to New York, but that it's still not done. And I do think that at a certain level, Aaron Rodgers loves being able to control the narrative, to think that he can keep things away from the people who cover the NFL for a living. He said things recently about how people like Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter don't know anything about me with an, ex- an expletive or two sprinkled in there. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a, an appearance on Pat McAfee's show today and announces what he's planning to do. Because Mark Murphy essentially said goodbye over the weekend, <laughs> and Alan Lazard is negotiating with the Jets reportedly, so it seems like everything is in place. It's just a matter of when, not if. But you're right, Mike. As we wait, other decisions have been made. And now if it's it's the Jets or nothing, it's the Jets or retire. That's right. And for the Jets, it's Aaron Rodgers or what? What do you do? Who do you sign? Who do you trade for? Do you go get Lamar Jackson? Do you try to trade – for Matthew Stafford, what do you do if you don't get Aaron Rodgers? So the the question of leverage to the extent that they're trying to finalize a deal here, and someone told me late last night that the ball's basically in the Packers' court right now. Mark Murphy has already come out and made it clear they want to move on. But I can't help but wonder whether or not they're concerned that they're not going to get enough for him and they're going to be criticized for that, and maybe they can squeeze the Jets because the Jets are desperate. 
But both sides are desperate here. The Packers want to move on. The Jets want Rodgers. And I understand that that good general managers and team executives are always very aggressive to get the best possible possible deal. At some point, you just got to do the deal. At some point, you just have to move on. And it, it feels like we're getting to that point. And, and the, the, the absolute deadline really is tomorrow because he's got a massive salary that can be converted to an option bonus and drop his cap number down to like $15 million once he goes to the Jets. But they have to get that thing done because the new league year and the new cap numbers all kick in tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I just think that they have said repeatedly that they're not going to hold up the Jets. I'd love to see it blow up because they decided they want to squeeze a little more out of it. I just think they want him. I, I think that the Packers want this over with as much as Rodgers does and certainly as much as the Jets. And I can't help but wonder whether or not Rodgers has at least entertained the possibility of another team. Now, I don't know who that other team would be. The 49ers added Sam Darnold yesterday, or at least they have a deal that is worked out. And if it becomes official tomorrow, either side can back out of it between now and then. But is there some team that Rodgers wants to go to Packers won't trade him to and you know the nuclear option for him would be to go full Brett Favre and retire and then unretire unsuspectingly and force the Packers to deal with his giant cap number then that would really give him a ton of leverage and help him get to wherever he wants to be but uh, it does feel like Jets are retire for him and it definitely feels like the Packers are ready to move on and uh, you know at this point it's it, it seems to be just a matter of working out final details and letting everybody move on with their lives. So the rest of us can move on with our lives too. What are you hearing about Lamar Jackson? Any team step forward, any teams talking about potentially giving up what is necessary to get in a a trade conversation with the Ravens? Well, even though the window opened yesterday to talk to unrestricted free agents for franchise tag players, no conversations can happen until tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern when the league year begins. So that's when someone could try to make a move. Now, there are questions that arise from the fact that Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. There were issues back in 2018 before the draft getting in touch with him. There have been chronic issues for the Ravens trying to negotiate with him. I don't know if there's a team out there ready to make a move. I mentioned that the Jets would be a potential candidate if they don't get Aaron Rodgers and they have to come up with something to placate their fan base. One team that has fascinated me is the commanders. It just fits. It makes too much sense. Daniel Snyder brings in a guy that makes the team a lot better objectively. How can you deny that Lamar Jackson would improve the team when Sam Howell is the current QB one, but it also would stick the next owner with the bulk of the bill, including the gigantic escrow payment that would be due next year if they sign him to a fully guaranteed five-year contract. And it's the ultimate middle finger to the league. If on his way out the door, Daniel Snyder agrees to terms with Lamar Jackson on exactly the kind of contract the league is trying to get teams not to give to players. Now, the wild card in all of this is what would Ravens owner Steve Bashotti do if it's Snyder who signs Lamar Jackson to the five-year fully guaranteed contract that Bashotti has refused to give to Jackson. I wouldn't be completely stunned if Bashotti matches it just because it's Snyder. If it's anybody else, he'd let him go. If it's Snyder, he very well may say, fine, I'll do the five-year fully guaranteed deal. Um, Mike, I'm curious, you know, we haven't talked to you since the Bears traded the first overall pick. What did you think of that deal? The uh, inclusion of DJ Moore was obviously – the key to it, 
Do you like what they did? Were you surprised it was done as early as it was? Well, Ryan Poles had hinted at this with Peter King six days before the deal was done about the timing. Do you do it now? Do you do it before free agency? Do you do it when you're on the clock? And the risk you take is that potential candidates to trade up may address their quarterback needs elsewhere, and then they're no longer a candidate to trade up. I thought they'd maybe entertain the possibility of multiple trades down, flip with the Texans, go to four with the Colts, work your way down and pick up more and more stuff along the way. But that's a tougher needle to thread. The Panthers decided to get aggressive. David Tepper has been desperate to get a franchise quarterback. Any truly great quarterback with options has said no thank you to the Panthers time and again. This is the way to, to give the Panthers the chance to get the guy they want. The signs are pointing to C.J. Stroud. And now the Bears are in position. If three or four quarterbacks are drafted before they're on the clock, that just pushes guys down farther and closer to them since they aren't going to be taking a quarterback. And, and they're doing the smart thing here. See what happens with Justin Fields. Build around him. They're spending in free agency to make the team better. And, and there really are questions about where the NFC North is headed. Rodgers is out. Who knows what the Vikings are doing? Who knows if the Lions can sustain it? There's an opening there for the Bears to put something good together. Great stuff, Mike. Thanks. Mike, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That is Mike Florio. Interesting all the way around there. He's huh? exactly right. The, the division is changing. The balance of power is shifting. The Vikings, who knows what to expect from them. The Packers, state of flux. The Lions, do you really trust their their ability to sustain two number success? ones, two number twos? You know, you 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 get excited about the Bears for draft picks next year. The Lions got two number ones and two number twos. Yeah, they, they're they just as excited in Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah, because of their draft up. capital. You talk about yep. draft capital; they're loaded. They're loaded more so than any team in the division. Yep. 312-644-6767. It's Mully and Haw on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.